This is episode 79 of Bella in Your Business. Welcome to Bella in Your Business, where Bella will discuss anything and everything about your pet sitting business to help you land on target. So get ready. Bella's got your shoot. Let's jump. Welcome to Bella in Your Business. My name is Bella Vasta from Jump Consulting. And today I'm here with Erica Godwin. Erica, how are you? Good. How are you? Good. I am so excited to have you on because you are a wealth of knowledge. And I want to back it up and explain to everyone how I actually found you. It was probably about a year ago. You are killing it on Instagram. And then I got into your group and just the amount of awesome information that you just put out there so nonchalantly and casually is so attractive to me. I love how you are an educating marketer. And I want you to tell the audience a little bit about you. I know you're up in Canada, so yay, all you Canadians. <laughs> but you also went to college here in New York. And now you have this big business that you are a partner in. So why don't you explain to everyone who you are and, and how we got here today? Sure. So I guess backtrack a couple years. I grew up in Ottawa. I had a hockey and golf scholarship. So that took me down to upstate New York at Elmira College. After that, I came back to Canada after I graduated and there wasn't really any options. So I was really struggling to find a job. I stumbled across a real estate entrepreneur in Ottawa and he was opening a business incubator. So that's kind of how I got started in business and startups and everything. Unfortunately, that company went under due to lack of funding. And then that's when I met another entrepreneur who is my partner in uh, our software. So basically, three years ago, I met them. And one of them is a software entrepreneur and the other one is a kennel owner. So basically, the three of us together with my marketing background, we ended up founding ProPet Software. While starting ProPet Software, that's when I found out that there were a lot of pet businesses that were lacking in the marketing side. And they had a lot of outdated websites and social media was non-existent or just not done properly. So that's when I decided to start helping because I like helping people. So essentially, I started an Instagram page just putting out some tips and tricks and suggestions. From there, people were asking me if there was a blog because they wanted to know how to implement them. So I started writing a blog and implementing it. And then I was trying to think how I could help more. And that's when I met Bella and we kind of discussed some other ways that we can help pet businesses. So here yeah. we are now. And, uh, because you are, you are like, I mean, when you find a diamond, it's like you want to nurture that thing. <laughs> and you are a diamond in our industry. I think you would probably agree with me. There's a lot of things that glitter, but they're not really gold, right? Right. And you definitely shine and you are definitely gold or a diamond, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was like, girl, you need to figure this out. So we're going to get to that at the end of it. But before we do, I just want to like lay some truth bombs on people here. And we're going to be all over. And today we're going to talk a lot about your website. If you're watching us live and not on the replay or on the podcast, we're actually going to open it up for questions at the end. So if you're liking what we're saying, go ahead and say hello. Tell us you're here. I know there's a bunch of people watching right now. We want to know who it is. And if you have questions, definitely post them as we go and we will get to them at the end. So why don't you back up a little bit here, Erica, and talk to me about our websites. I think one of the most basic and tiny little things that a lot of people don't understand is the difference between HTTP and HTTPS. Can you explain to us what the difference is there and why every pet sitter should have HTTPS, how to get it and what it actually means? Right. So actually last month, October, 2017, Google just came out with a new warning. So if your website does not have HTTPS, 
you will then notice that if you look in your in the top of your browser there, that it will say not secure if you have any forms on your website. And before it was kind of more just like if you do if you do uh, credit card processing. But now if you collect email addresses for your newsletter, if you have a contact form, you need to make sure that all of that information is encrypted. So essentially, HTTP, when you go to a website that is not secure, your information that is transmitted through forms is all in plain text. So if a hacker tries to intercept that, they'll be able to get all of your information super easily, which is not good, especially when it's email addresses and credit card information. So with the HTTPS, it's all encrypted. So essentially what happens is there's a SSL handshake is what they call it, secure socket layer handshake, and that encrypts the connection so that if a hacker does try to intercept it, it's all encrypted information. They can't decode it. So your information is all safe. Fantastic. Yeah. Because in the past, it was like, oh, I have software. And when people go on my software, that's all encrypted and that's fine. But a lot of us are actually taking information off of our own pet sitting and dog walking website. So what Google now said, like you need to have HTTPS, everyone does. Is that what happened in October? Basically, if you look in the top corner of a website, it says secure. Uh So that means you have the HTTPS. If it doesn't say secure, now what Google is saying is they're going to penalize you essentially by putting a not secure. So if someone goes to your website and they see not secure in the URL, they're probably going to leave because they don't want to put their information in your website and they might get nervous. So I've had that happen to me. Mine expired because these things also expire, right? It's like every year you have to get a new one. Is that right? Some of them are every year, some are every six months, but a lot of hosting providers will automatically just renew them for you. Okay. Got it. So that's just another thing as a business owner, I need to keep aware of. Oh, great. Thanks, guys. I can hear people getting overwhelmed and sighing right but now. they are free. <laughs> they are free. But you got to know where to go to make that toggle and do the hing-a-ding-bomb-boom yeah. over there. And <laughs> yeah. oh, my goodness. So that leads me to my next question. And this is something I've learned by falling on my face, Erica. I am not as eloquent as you and I call it my website handyman or handywoman. Mm -hmm. So why would someone need this day and age, you know, because we've come a long way with websites, right? Right. Why would someone need a virtual webmaster or I call him a handyman Uh to keep their site up to date because we're so busy with everything else? I mean, talk to us about all of the vulnerabilities that can happen if we're not constantly... Maybe a good, I always try to put this in like analogies or layman's terms. If we're not constantly cleaning our house and sweeping, mm-hmm. what happens to it? Can you tell right. us about that? So the virtual webmaster basically, like Bella was saying, it keeps everything up to date and fresh. So maintenance is a big thing. So you need to make sure all of your plugins are up to date and that if you're using WordPress, that your WordPress is up to date. With websites growing so much, hackers are now seeing more of an opportunity to intercept and get your information. So that Mm -hmm. is the most important reason why you need to keep your website up to date. For example, whenever WordPress pushes a new update, most of the time it's a security update because someone found a hole. If you're not updating your website right away, there's a big vulnerability there and someone can hack your website and that is not good. Yeah, I had that happen. 
my pet sitting site started selling Viagra in mm. 2015. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was fun. It was so much fun. Yeah. And then you go into this panic and it ruins your day and you're trying to figure out what happened, how to get it back. And simply put, I wasn't keeping my house clean. So when we are busy business owners, I think it's really important to have someone do that. And another mistake I made, Erica, that you might have some insight on is I used to be like, oh, it needs to be updated. Okay. Update, 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 update. Oh crap. This isn't working now. What happened? So (laughs) tell me why it's not as easy just to update your own website by the click of a button as maybe it used to be. Right. Because there's so many updates. If you wait too long to update, then you could screw up your whole website essentially because there's so many updates in the middle that if you just try to update and you bypass them all, your website's not going to know what to do. Mm-hmm. So that could really make a big mess on your website, especially sometimes plugins go out of date or they're no longer supported. So that's important to stay up to date on that to make sure that if a plugin is outdated and no longer supported, maybe it's time to switch to a newer one. Yeah. So we have our general, I'm going to just talk about WordPress, assuming that everyone does have WordPress because that's what most of the world runs on, right? So you have your WordPress website that needs to be updated constantly. But then we have all these plugins on average, what, 20, 25. Sometimes people have even more than that because they just keep adding plugins in. It's not good. And <laughs> right. I want you to talk about that too. So it's not just one update like, oh, WordPress updated. It could be like 25, 30 updates on your website that all need to harmoniously work together. And that's a big deal, right? Talk to me more about that. What you had just said, it was such a good point. So the thing about plugins are they slow your website down. So you really want to stay as lean as possible on your website and use the least amount of plugins as possible. I like to stay to just like a couple, maybe four or five plugins if you can, just to keep your website lean and loading quickly. The more plugins you add, the longer it's going to take to load and the more likely that someone may bounce from your website because everything's loaded in the background. So you might not see it, but all these plugins have to load before your website actually loads. Right. So what I'm hearing is, you know, cause there are like thousands of plugins out mm-hmm. there and maybe I go and I grab plugin A, B and C, but you as a webmaster, you kind of know that plugin G actually covers all of those things or it's more robust. So rather than me just, oh, this kind of looks nice. Let me throw it on my website. It looks good on my website. Things can be running more smoother when you have that global understanding of things. Is that right to say? Yeah, there's so many plugins out there. I mean, some people like some more than others, but you're right. There's so many plugins that could just be done by like one plugin. So I wanted to ask you about how the plugins relate to the speed, relate to the SEO, because we already started talking about that. But I do have to take a quick commercial break. So we'll be right back. Are you concerned that accepting credit cards for your pet sitting business is too complicated or too expensive? Well, if you answered yes, I have good news. It's probably because you've not heard of Leaders Merchant Services. Trust me, Leaders Merchant Services makes accepting credit cards super easy and affordable for my business. They work with all kinds of businesses throughout the United States, and they have developed a special rate plan just for pet sitters like us. I know Leaders Merchant Services can help your business. I've even got a dedicated representative to speak to, and he's always happy to share valuable information. Working with Leaders Merchant Services is like having a friend or family member in the credit card processing business. If you want to know more or see how much they can save your business a month, go to jumpconsulting.net forward slash credit card. That's jumpconsulting.net forward slash credit card. So I can personally connect you with my specialist. 
And we're back and I'm talking with Erica with Marketing Solutions, all about your website, SEO, speed, all these things that you really don't ever really want to do. It's kind of like doing housework. None of us want to do it. Erica, we were just talking about something really interesting before we went to commercial break. And I need you to break it down for me. Tell me how all of these things interrelate. So something like a plugin, although there's many different things, slow down the website speed, which interrelate into SEO and how I come up on the search engines and bouncing Talk to me about all of that stuff. Okay. So just think Google loves user experience and that's what all of their rankings are based on. It's all based on what the user will like, right? So the faster your website is, the more Google will like it and the more likely Google will put it to the top. The better your content is written and the fresher your content. Google loves fresh content. So that's why blogs are really important. You want to keep feeding Google information about your business to kind of remind them that you're there and that will keep you boosting to the top too. So many people say, Oh yeah, I got a new website and they did SEO. Well, SEO is not a one and done thing. You have to keep doing it every day and keep working on it in order for you to stay at the top or else you'll get bumped down. I love that. That is so powerful. You had talked earlier about a site that takes a long time to load. Can you talk to me a little bit about the difference between like mobile and the actual computer and how that affects my website and what is a good load time and what would happen to me and my company if it's not good, right? Like, what do I need to know about that? Lay it on me. Right. So mobile is now basically more important than your actual desktop website. Say that again. Say it again. Okay. So mobile is now more important than the desktop version of your website. Boom. Google has introduced a new mobile first indexing. So essentially what that means is that they're going to actually scan and crawl your mobile version of your website before the desktop version of your website, which means if your website is not mobile friendly, then you're going to be kicked to the bottom of the search engines on mobile. It might not affect your desktop version, but more and more people are only using their mobile to search, especially for pet sitters. Yeah. And we're not talking just mobile phone. We're talking tablets, right? Mm -hmm. We're talking uh, TVs. (laughs) I don't know if that's mobile, but (laughs) I mean, everyone's searching on everything but their computer because how often are you actually at your computer these days? I know from my own website analytics, like 50% of the people that are on my jump consulting website are coming from mobile. And so it's really important that we don't just only make sure it looks pretty on our own screen at our own resolution, but also interrelated to that. Why don't you break it down for us? What's the difference between a mobile website and a responsive website? So mobile websites are kind of separate from your website, which is not necessarily a good idea. The way that I suggest building your websites is there's some coding that you can use to make your website display differently on a mobile device based on your website, but it's still your website and it's responsive. So a mobile website is kind of a pain in the butt because a lot of times it's just a condensed version of your website and then you don't get the information you want. So you have to go to the regular website and then you have to start zooming in and zooming out. But if you have a website built properly, then you can have the responsive design and then you can add some and take away some information from your big website, condense it and make it super easy for your client to basically navigate on mobile. So for example, you could have a little phone icon on your smartphone so that your customer can quickly hit the phone and call you in like the click of a button as soon as they land on your webpage, or they can have one call to action that they click on the call to action and then they can go right to your booking software. So it's just important that on mobile, you are super specific and it's very user-friendly and not crowded. Got it. 
Got it. Can you tell me, is it true that on my computer, if I were to take my screen and just drag it so that it's really thin, I could actually see if it is responsive, which means it all like stacks up on top of each other. Is that right? Exactly. And you might want, you always want to try that too, to see the different dimensions. So Uh if you just keep doing that, you can see the different dimensions because some people might have iPhone five, some people might have the big galaxy note. So they're all different. So you just want to make sure that your website displays nicely on all of them. Oh my gosh, I'm getting so overwhelmed. (laughs) This is so fascinating, yet I don't want to do any of this. So Erica, talk to me about branded emails. Are they a thing of the past? Are they a trend? Are they what everyone should have? When I say branded emails, I mean bella at jumpconsulting.net. And that goes into my Gmail. I don't mean jumpconsulting at gmail.com. Okay. There's, there's a difference there. So it said branded emails. It means the extension is like your website. Erica, talk to me about those. I think it's very, very bad for your business. If you use a Gmail or hotmail, because that looks very unprofessional. Mm -hmm. If you get an email from even like home Depot that says home Depot at gmail.com, you're automatically not going to think it's legit. Right. So it's the same thing. If I get an email from a pet sitter that says like, so-and-so pet sitter at gmail.com. I'm going to think, Oh, is this is unprofessional. Is their business also unprofessional? So that's right. kind of what I would associate with a non-branded email. But if you actually right. have your name at your business.com, that automatically gives you basically professionalism mm-hmm. and gives credibility to your business. So I definitely recommend having that. And it doesn't mean mm-hmm. you have to get rid of your Gmail, but you can just have it forwarded to your other email address while you upgrade to uh, branded emails. And most hosts come with branded emails and uh, they're super easy to set up and it just, it makes the world a difference with your branding. (laughs) It sure does. And I'm a huge fan of Google anyways, and getting Google apps on board and putting your email in there and then using boomerang and pausing your email and all that stuff. I think it's really powerful for business owners who Mm -hmm. we just never seem to have enough time. (laughs) Let's move into Erica. I'm just so impressed with what you've been doing on Instagram and in your groups and all of the incredible information you've been pushing out there. Again, so nonchalantly, like that's the thing that's most impressive to me. You're like, oh yeah, by the way, do you know this? (laughs) I mean, it's such a great page that any pet sitter could really learn from and implement in their own company. Talk to me a little bit about common mistakes that you've seen pet sitters make both on their website and in social media, and also some really great ones, if any come to mind. And I'm catching you completely off guard here with this question, (laughs) but I'm wondering, like, what kind of things stand out to you? Definitely outdated websites. I've noticed Mm -hmm. so many pet businesses that have outdated websites or are using a free website builder, and you can automatically tell when a website is free. Tell me, like, what, what ones? like Vistaprint or a Wix or even like free WordPress template. You can tell right away if they're using a free template or if they have one that's been professionally designed. And that's just right there. What if I say my Wix website's working great for me, my phone's ringing off the hook and I love it and my clients love it. What do you say to that? Um, That's great. (laughs) Uh, It'd be on a case by case basis. I'd have to take a look at their site to see how I could kind of suggest that they improve it. It might be great now, but if you want to actually grow your business, you're going to have to move off of that unless you're just content staying where you are. Yeah. Most pet sitting business owners I know are burnt out. They want to grow without them growing with more duties and stuff. So I I see what you're saying. Wasn't it one time that, and this might've been a rumor. So I'm really truly (laughs) asking you the professional 
when Wix was like banned from Google or something like, did you ever hear anything like I that? I don't know about that. I don't know. I don't know much about Wix. I've usually been mostly WordPress. Yeah. They have a lot more tools, especially for social media and the customization and everything. So I am not sure about that. I have to look it up. Okay. Yeah. I heard something like that. And so what are things that you see people are doing good? What do you think about videos and pictures and optimizing pictures on websites? Talk to me more about that. So I think it's really important that you have photos of the dogs and cats or pets that you actually care for, but Mm -hmm. take even your iPhones now, like the iPhone 8, iPhone 10, the the new Samsung phones, Sony, they all have really great cameras. You can actually get really great photos. I would recommend investing in some kind of professional photos. Videos also great as long as they are all condensed properly and they're not super big files because that will slow your website down and then also Google doesn't like that. So it's really important to make sure that all your images are correctly sized. And one tip actually is don't do that in WordPress. You have to do that before you upload it in WordPress in Photoshop or something like that. Because when you put it in WordPress and then you shrink it there, it'll still load the entire image, even though you only want a small one. So keep that in mind when you're adding photos to your website. With the videos, would you host them on YouTube and just like, you know, import them that way with the embedded code? Uh, You can, yeah. Depends what you do it as, but Uh um, you can do that. Um, You can also upload. So uh, some of the websites, you can have a nice video in the background as long as it's a good size. Um, yeah. Those you can upload the MP4s right directly. The thing is, is when it's on Google, it has to ping Google. So that will slow down your website as well. Any third-party websites that it has to ping, that will also affect your load time. Oh my gosh, all of this craziness. Erica, so much let the cat out of the bag and tell us <laughs> what it is that you've been working on for months and months and what we are about to actually tell everyone on this podcast and announce it to the world. I guess ever since I met Bella, I uh, got this idea and I will now be launching uh, Marketing Solutions Pet Business Websites. So essentially what I've been doing is building a $5,000 plus website once as a template, which will then be available for pet businesses to purchase at an affordable price. And then $5,000 website would probably based on how much time it took me to build the actual template. It would probably cost that much to get a custom website. The only downside is that somebody might have a similar website to you, but we will customize and brand your websites for you. So there'll be enough distinction. Plus it doesn't really matter if a kennel in New York city and a kennel in Arizona and California have the same template. Yeah. Because we all know that the pictures and the copy and the message on it is what really differentiates and the branding and everything. So they will be pretty different. But, um, so you give me this website. Do you? How does that work now? So I say, okay, Erica, I want it. Do you put in all my branding or do I need to then sit there and learn how to put it all in? Or like, how does that work? So what we'll do is you choose the template that you want. So right now we're starting with two different templates and there'll be more added as we move along. And then once you purchase the template, we'll then ask you to send us, we'll say, okay, send us all of your details, send us your copy and your logo and everything. And we'll put it all in for you. So you don't have to worry about a thing. You just send us the content. So we don't do content. We'll upload into the website. And then as soon as all that's done, we will. it's all yours. We also offer hosting packages. So we have three different levels. Our first level is just basic hosting with no support. So if you just want to kind of do it yourself, we do recommend giving our clients a not an admin role, but an editor role so that you don't go in and mess things up. So we have that. And then we have um, two other levels. 
Um, one's 50 and one's a hundred dollars a month. And with that, you'll get the webmaster support. So based on the level, you'll get basically our team to help you keep your website updated. You can send us what we call WordPress tasks. So if you need us to publish your blog article for you, or you need us to change your pricing or add a new page and that kind of stuff, we can do all that for you. And you don't have to worry about logging into your website. Um, and it all includes maintenance, security, and support, and you name it. So it's basically what I'm hearing is I say, yes, I want a template website from you, a $5,000 one that is a fraction of the cost. And then you'll take it from there. You'll be that website handyman I was talking exactly. about at the beginning of this podcast. I don't have to worry about it. I can go walk dogs and build my staff and hire and not worry about changing things on my website. Exactly. Um, or I have to worry about learning how to update it all myself because who wants extra jobs, right? I mean, if you want to, it's there. You can do that. But I know uh, most of you don't have the time to learn it and uh, do it yourself. So we're kind of here there to help you. That sounds Make incredible. Sure I've never heard of anything quite like that in our industry. It's usually either been, here's a shell. Now you have to learn how to do it all. Or if you want a custom site, which I think are still amazing, by the mm-hmm. way, they're thousands of dollars. And Erica, you're solving such a huge problem in our industry, which is why I wanted to bring you on today. Because I can't tell you weekly, I get people saying, I know I need a new website, Bella, but I don't have thousands of dollars for mm-hmm. it. And there's no real solution out there until now, which is why I'm so excited <laughs> to help spread that news with everyone. So why don't you go ahead and tell everyone how we can get a hold of you or in touch or find out more. Sure. You can go to our website at barketing.co, B-A-R-K-E-T-I-N-G.co. You can go there. You can have a look at our, we have a, our live demos are on that site. So you can actually browse the website and uh-huh. uh, see what they look like. If you have any questions, you can find us on uh, all the social media channels, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and you can just send us questions. And if you have any questions about your own website, we're definitely here to help. So even if you want to just keep your own website and you just have some questions, we're here to help. I love that. I love it because it's kind of a one-stop shop and we wear so many hats, so many hats Mm -hmm. that we just, uh, you know, I always am looking for great people to add to my team. That's how I can replicate myself so many times and do so much because when you find really good people, you hold them close. So Erica, thank you so much. I'm going to post all the information in the show notes. There may or may not be a little bit of a surprise. You'll have to check out the show notes. If you're watching in the Facebook group today, I will be posting the links there for you as well so that you can go ahead and check it out. I love the fact, Erica, that I can like get in there and feel it and click around. It's not just like a static picture that I'm looking at, which I think you get with a lot of stuff. This one, I can actually test drive it almost. I love that. I love it. Erica, thank you so much for spending some time with us out of your busy schedule. You guys definitely go check her out. Check out the show notes. If you liked this podcast and this episode, please tell us. Subscribe to us on iTunes or Stitcher or wherever you're listening. Go ahead and write a review. That would mean the world. And if you're listening to this months in advance and you're just hearing it now, go back to that place where you found it posted and say, thanks, Erica, for your time and enlightening me. And you guys remember in life, it gets tough. So remember to always keep jumping. Thanks for jumping with Bella in your business. For more information, free articles, free coaching sessions, and more, go to jumpconsulting.net. And remember, Bella's got your shoot.